listening to Splash with Shalene Bryan. Get ready to be splashed with love and laughter to rehydrate your soul. Welcome to another episode of Splash. I'm Shalene Bryan here with my buddy Barbara Cameron. Hello, everyone. Ready to splash you with a little love, laughter, and encouragement to rehydrate your soul. Oh. And one of my favorite months of the year, buddy. You know yeah. this. It's September. Yeah. Happy 14th birthday to skip1.org. Happy birthday! I can't even believe, buddy, it's been 14 years mm. since mm-hmm. I took that trip to Africa to see if those kids were real. I'm so excited to share this with you because this just happened with Barbara and I, mm-hmm. and we've been wanting to get this season out so we could share. You know, it's crazy when you get old enough, buddy, I can say this to you, <laughs> to say 20 years ago... <laughs> It's pretty crazy. But I guess that's good to be able to say 20 years ago, I I was at this event. Remember, I was at an event and I decided to rescue a little girl and a little boy. And some of you know my story and follow, have followed us and our journeys across the country. And um, Barbara serves on the board of skip1.org. And 20 years ago, I was at an event. And you guys have probably been at concerts or events where people have asked you to sponsor children. And back in 2003, I took a little girl named Omega that was born Mm -hmm. in 1999, the Mm -hmm. same year as our daughter, Brooke. And I took a little boy called Alonis, we call him Al, who was born in 1996, same year Blake was born. Mm -hmm. And as you know, I never really thought much about it. And I'd I'd send my little payment every month of the $38. And one night I had a party. For those of you who don't know this story, these pictures of these two kids were on my refrigerator in my kitchen, but I was having a party one night and a girlfriend brought a woman I'd never met, which you know, all of you know who know me, I'm fine with that. I'm Italian. Barbara and I love people. (laughs) Bring them over. Anyway, this woman, oddly, she points at my refrigerator of the two children and says, you fell for that. Rude anyway, okay? I, say, I mean, can come we on. say that 20 years no. later? I'm like, you're rude. I'm thinking, I'm sorry, lady, what's your name? Can get you get out, out of my here. house? <laughs> I'm like, could you take your friend and go? Yeah. But it was interesting how God knows mm. us so well yes. and knows our personalities. And the lady basically poked a bear. I've never seen this woman again in 20 <laughs> yes, years. She She's from another country. You know, she was visiting my neighbor that lived on our street. She doesn't even live here anymore. I mean, it's just all, it's, it's, it's yeah. a perfect storm. Yeah. So, because people will ask me when they hear my story, well, what did you tell the lady you went to Africa? So <laughs> I go to bed that night, my dear Flash, Flash family, and I say to my husband, Bryce, I said, Bryce, You know, the little lady who said we were falling for these kids. We're probably paying for some guy's Porsche. We're getting scammed. It's a big joke. Why would I be giving money to some organization? You're probably paying for someone's house, you know? And I said, Bryce, I'm going to Africa. East Africa, by the way. Like these kids are in Uganda. This is back in 2003. And I go, we're going to go. And we're going to see if these kids are real. And I'm going to bust this thing open if it's fake. And um, he's like, honey, settle down. Like, you don't even own a passport. Like, you know, Barbara, like yeah. my big adventure is the four seasons. Like, like let's get a massage open. with the windows open and, and let's, let's go play tennis and go to lunch. This is my big adventure. And he goes, honey, you don't even have a passport. And I go, oh, babe, you're getting the passport too. We're getting the passport. We're going to have my parents come down and watch the kids. The kids were little in 2003, three years old, five years old. And I said, and we're telling no one we're coming. That's right. Like, 
I'm literally going to be Diane Sawyer. You know what I mean? And bust this thing open (laughs) if it's fake. So the (laughs) night before our trip, my dear family, and we do this, especially the ladies listening, we, we can make a big feature film out of things. But my husband, strangely enough, who's never sick, gets deathly ill. <laughs> this is 2003, the night before our trip to Africa. Right, right. It's and a sign. It's a sign. That's what I said. <laughs> I called Barbara. I go, buddy, it's a sign. I'm not going. We're going to die in the plane, and we're going to leave our two little kids orphaned while I go try to find these kids that are 40 in Africa. I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going. And she's like, yeah, buddy, we'll pray about it. But yeah, I mean, well, who's going to take care of Bryce anyway? And I go, right, so we can't go. I'm going to reschedule it. We'll go another time. No one knew when we were coming anyway, right? right? right. My husband... Ladies, we got to listen to our husbands. You know, sometimes God speaks to them. At the time, I didn't think anybody was speaking to him, but he looks at me. He's so sick in the bed, and he goes, honey, I think you should still go. I I think God wants to take a vacation with you. <laughs> I remember looking at him going, I think you need to suck it up, buttercup, and right. make it to Heathrow. That's what I think. I'm not, you're going to send your only wife to the other side of the world. Like, who's going to carry my luggage, Bryce? Come and on. you got to sit in... And coach, right? And I'm going to be in coach with nobody to cuddle with. This is not going to be a good thing for me, you know? I'm telling you now because I'm, you know, 55. It's like, use your points, people. Just use your points. But so my husband goes, babe, you need to do this. Mm -hmm. I just think it's important to do it. And the next morning I woke up, he was still sick, high fever. Mm -hmm. I ripped the little pictures off my refrigerator (laughs) And I flew from LAX to Heathrow, Heathrow to Entebbe, mm-hmm. in coach. Mm-hmm. I had the middle seat too. No. no one wanted to change because I thought Bryce was going to have the window. So I was going to cuddle up. Oh my God. I was cuddling I didn't up even the middle know. seat. <laughs> Thank goodness I was 50 pounds thinner. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Remember back then when I thought I was heavy at 130? Yeah, I wasn't. Okay. So um, here I am, <laughs> 130, and I'm in the middle seat. And. Uh, <laughs> I was cranky, guys. I'm just, I'm just one, I'm just, when am I not honest with you? I was a little cranky by the time I got there. And I started realizing that this woman, her negative influence on me and her doubt, right, started creeping into my soul. Mm. And I was like, oh man, if I get over here, if this isn't real, if these kids, if I, and I'm just working myself up. It was not pretty. It it was not pretty. So by the time I get there, this was kind of me, right? (laughs) I've been in coach in the middle sea for 24 hours. Hi. Yes, I'm from America. And I came to meet my two children, AR212 and GR479. Where are they? Like I'm the FBI. Like I pull them out of my my pocket like they're a deck of cards, the pictures. I got one. I got two. Where are they? And this gracious woman, I, I, I still can picture her face. She goes, oh, okay, follow me. I'm thinking, great, let's get some action done over here. Like two miles later, she hikes me into the back lot of a movie set. It was mud huts the size of my walk-in closet with a bad-looking sheet for a front door. And she goes, this is Omega's house. I left my group. Everything Bear Grylls says not to do on the Travel Channel. I had no water with me. I I don't know the lady's name. I'm like, Shalene, where do you – you're in Africa. Settle down. There's not a mall or a Starbucks on the corner. I'm deep into the jungle and I'm like yeah, you are. to this lady, like, you're my best friend. Like, what, what's your name, by the way? Oh, my goodness. And so I see this sheet and it was so, um, you know, I realized that a lot of times in America, and we all, maybe you've done this too, 
and maybe you haven't, but a lot of times when I see sad things or poverty, mm-hmm. poverty-stricken things, mm-hmm. I tend to turn the channel, change the page, mm-hmm. don't mm-hmm. read the article. Don't see it. Yeah. I, I just I just kind of remove myself right. from it because right. we can remove ourselves from it, right? right? But here I am on the other side of the world, face to face with a mud hut, with a sheet for a front door, and she proceeds to tell me this is Omega's house, Mm. my little girl from my refrigerator. Mm. She goes, go ahead, go in. Mm. (laughs) You can't knock on a sheet, right? right? So as I pull the sheet back, (laughs) there's no ring cam, you know what I mean? As I pull the sheet back to go inside, Mm. I was a bit shaky. I I was scared, actually. And this little girl... She darts at me like my daughter, Brooke, she runs at me and she goes, Mazungu, (laughs) (laughs) which I had no idea what that meant at the time. But she's like, Mazungu, which means white, by the way, right? I'm thinking she's saying like, angel, yeah, this white white girl just dropped from the sky. (laughs) And I didn't recognize her. I told you this, buddy, Mm. because she had actually grown from her photo Mm -hmm. because I had been paying for her meals at school. That's right. Her English was perfect. She's speaking English with me. I had been paying for her education with my 38 bucks a month. And I go, Omega... And she hugs me, Masungu. Mm. She grabs me. I go, I'm Shalene. She goes, I know. And as she's saying, I know with her cute little smile, because I know her so mm-hmm. well now, my eye catches the Christmas card photo of our family embedded in her mud wall. And you, can I tell you how my daughter pushed me to send that Christmas card? Because Christmas ah. cards aren't cheap, family. We all know this. I only order a certain amount. I send it to my friends, and my friends send them to me. And I put them all over my front door. It's my favorite decoration. I love Christmas cards. Send me a Christmas card. But Brooke wanted to send a Christmas card to Omega. Uh, and I'm like, no, we're not sending Omega a Christmas card. Draw a Christmas card. These Christmas cards are five bucks a card. We're not sending a Christmas card to Omega at the at the North Pole somewhere oh, that I don't even think goodness. she gets mail. And I literally felt like God knew my thoughts mm. as I was training up my little daughter, mom. And she goes, no, mommy, our picture's on it. Please, let's send this one to her. I'll draw her a picture. I'm like, great, Brooke. We're sending this to Santa Claus. She's never going to get it. That's what I'm thinking in my mind. But the faith of a child, Mm -hmm. I put the thing in the envelope. I send it off. Mm -hmm. I had to go to the post office to get stamps because I didn't even know how to send to Uganda, right, back then. And I'll be darned. There's that card God wanted to press very hard into my heart. There it was in the mud hut in the Mm -hmm. middle of nowhere, my mother-in-law didn't put up my picture when she was alive. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. So I look at this little girl as I'm looking at this card, and I go, I'll get you anything. I have an American Express card. <laughs> like, what do you want? Like, I was so overwhelmed. I just instantly fell in sure. love with her. Right. You know, when you go to someone's house and have your picture you wanna... up, you just go, what do you need? What do you want? What, what do you, do you want? Need? I'll get yeah. you anything you anything. want. Yeah. And I was so overwhelmed, and I was, I was holding her like I would my daughter, Brooke. And I'm thinking she's real and and the 38 bucks a month. And and, and I go, I'll get you anything. That's, just, that's what came out of my mouth. And she gets this big smile on her face. She goes, oh, and I, I'd love a bed. I'm like, a bed? I'm like, 
cool. Where's Target Jungle out here? Like, you got a pottery barn? Like, what do you got? You know? And I'm thinking, great. And so I took her and Alonise into Kampala. You see, in Uganda, 80% of the population there is actually under 20 years old. It's like Neverland over there, right? Mm -hmm. So I took them into Kampala. They'd never been out of their village, let alone go to the capital of their country. And I bought them beds, sheets, a mosquito net for the malaria, a blanket, a pair of shoes Mm. for I mean, we're all Oprah over there, right? I was so afraid that her little village was going to steal her bed Mm -hmm. that I walked into the store. And this is a story (laughs) I don't really tell that often, but the owner of the store had a uh, I'm going to put the picture yeah, up. It's probably like it had eight a, to 10 feet tall. Right. Of eight, just, of just mattresses, mattresses. Those little. And these mattresses, by the way, are mattresses that you and I would put on top of our mattress as right, like a, a, mattress, topper, a topper. A topper. Yeah. That's how thick they are. But they're nice. I mean, they're like a foam. And they foam. make their own sheet. They the, make the, the sheet cover, cover for it, mm-hmm. which is beautiful. And so I walk in and I say to the guy, how much for all your mattresses? They were $3 a mattress, my family. And... He starts to cry. Mm. And he's like, like this. He goes, you must be sent from God. Mm. And I'm looking at him saying, I didn't even bring up the Lord to him or anything. I just said, how much for all the beds here? Because I don't want her bed getting stolen. (laughs) That's what I'm thinking. I'm from LA. No, just kidding. (laughs) All of a sudden, out from the back of this store walks his wife, Mm. nine months pregnant. Oh, my goodness. And he says, you must be sent from God. Because I didn't know how my my mm. wife's having a baby. I didn't know. I said, we'll take all the beds you have, right? I went back to her village and I did an HGTV design on a dime. <laughs> yes, I'm like, you get a bed, you get a bed, you get a bed, you get a bed, you get two. I mean, it was the coolest feeling, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, sure. there's no manicure. There's no new pair nope. of shoes, jacket that Dirt can floor. replace. Right. right. I'm rolling out linoleum. Yep, I'm, I'm calling right. Chip and Joanna Gaines. Like, Does this look good? No. Um, I'm rolling out linoleum. I'm hanging mosquito nets. I'm passing yep. out beds. And I'm thinking, if my girlfriend's back home in Los Angeles, mm. if my Splash family listening right now would skip just something extra something, today. Anything. This month. Just once, once this month. Skip something extra and keep a kid alive, fed, in school. Mm-hmm. We can literally change a village one month at a time. It, it, it would okay. be amazing. So I have this experience with Omega. And I'm going to tell you a little confession too, because while we were in Kampala, I took them out to eat, mm. right? At a little store, because in Kampala, there's actually hotels there. Yes. And it's still a third world country, yeah. but you know, obviously it, there's fast internet and, and things yeah, like that. Yeah. And there's little fast food places. But I went to this one place and I said, Omega, what would you like? You can have whatever you want. And she goes, ooh, I'd love a Coke and a cake. So they had the old bottle, Coke bottles. Uh-huh. That's the way they did it. Uh-huh. And then a cake is like a Marie Callender's muffin. Right. But I didn't know that. Right. I'm like, they got cakes here. It's a muffin. <laughs> so I go get this muffin for her and we go to sit down. Mm. And instantly, this is how mm-hmm. I just, I'm so embarrassed to share this kind of, but I will. Instantly, this kind of group of children come over to mm. our table mm-hmm. and she starts breaking up her muffin yeah. and handing it to them. And I'm like, hey, 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 <laughs> are these your friends? Do you know these kids? What oh, are these kids doing? I'm like, Omega, do you, do you know them? That's your muffin. And she goes, oh, no, mom, I don't know them. They're just hungry too. <laughs> Ouch, drop the mic. And I'm like, of course. 
Yeah. I'm like, can I get around a muffins? Right. Like, can I, like, right. what do we do? What makes us do that? I don't what know. is that in us? Hey, 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 that's yeah. my kids. That's yeah. your kids. Right, don't right, touch right. it. Right. And, and Omega, who having nothing, mm-hmm. I mean, here's the reality, my dear listeners, and you can get this out of Time Magazine or the UN, actually, the United Nations. Here's the reality of if you live in America, if you live in the United States of America and you're listening to this. 1% of the world lives the way we do. The rest of the planet is living on less than $2 a day. If you, listening, like Barbara and I, slept in a bed last night, mm-hmm. you keep your food in what's called a refrigerator mm-hmm. and you had a roof over your head, you are richer than 75% of the entire world population. Right. Yet we run around saying we're broke. That's right. When really we're overfed and unconcerned and we need to skip that. It's so important that we understand that God put 161 verses in the Bible on the poor because he knew that the 1% of us were going to be greedy and take our eye off the least of these. True religion, actually, the Bible says that our Father in heaven says is what he calls true religion that is flawless in his sight is that we take care of widows and orphans, not people who can take care of you. And in Hollywood, it's all about, I'll do this for you, you do this for me, I'll put you in this movie, put me in this movie, I'll have you direct this one, you can write that one. It's all about what we can do for each other. That's business, I get it. But it's like, when when was the last time you did something for the first time? Or when was the last time you did something for someone who could never repay you? Mm -hmm. Never repay you. See, the gift actually belongs, as Barbara and I know, to the giver. Mm -hmm. It's like it is so much better to give Mm -hmm. than receive. I don't know what it does, but it's almost like when you get off of a good hike or a run or me off the tennis court or it's an adrenaline rush that happens Mm -hmm. in you that God created in us when we are generous. Mm -hmm. And when you're generous to the least of these, he says to... If you really want to have an encounter with God, if you're interested in that, we can see God through the people we serve. Mm -hmm. We can come face to face with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I I know that's true because of what Matthew 25 says. It says in Matthew 25 that the religious leaders of the day, you know, that's the big verse in there about judgment day. Mm -hmm. We We all want to believe that that might not be real, but it's real. There will be a judgment day where everybody, everyone listening, everyone on the planet, under the sea and the heavens will come before the throne room of God. Everyone will be gathered. There's going to be nobody missing. You can't hide. You can't skip out of it. If you're dead, you'll be back and you'll be in front of that judgment day. So it doesn't matter. Every person from all nations will be in the throne room of God. And it says the Lord will be sitting on his throne Mm -hmm. and he will separate the people, that's you and me, like a shepherd would separate the sheep from the goats. Mm -hmm. He will put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. And he will look to the sheep on the right and say, come, take your inheritance prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. Mm-hmm. I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and in prison and you came and visited me. Well, you can only imagine the people on on the left, the goats, mm, right? Right. They get so defensive. Sure. I would. Yeah. I'd be, hey, 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 what do you mean? Well, when I, did I we this. see you, Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> if the Bible says it, they say, when did we see you hungry right. or thirsty right. or needing clothes or sick or in prison? 
Because what they're thinking is, if we had seen you like that, right. Jesus, we would have totally sucked up right. to you. That's right. Would have totally sucked up to you. I mean, haven't you seen that in your life, my dear friend? You know, you're on the set and like, oh, it's Barbara. Oh, it's Candace's mom. It still it's happens. Kirk's mom. You walk into a room and all yes. of a sudden you're just elevated. Yes. You're instantly elevated. Well, this. Let me tell you something. There's nobody you need to suck up to but God in this situation. If you didn't get this straight right now, which I'm Mm -hmm. hoping if you don't have this straight, that today we straighten it out for you because you don't want to play with this this meeting, okay? And and he goes, he looks on the left and they said, wait, when did we see you like that, Mm -hmm. right? And he said, depart from me. I never knew you, you who practice lawlessness. Mm -hmm. You see, God cares very much that we don't take our eye off the poor. He says, I have given you everything you need, Shalina Barbara, listeners, for life and godliness. Go be generous. Mm-hmm. You can't outgive God. So I get back from my trip to Africa, and I'm I'm having phone calls off the hook, right? I mean, were they real? What happened? And I mm-hmm. said, listen, I'm going back. You came with me when we went back, right, buddy. Right, right. And I go, and we're doing extreme village makeovers. Like, mm-hmm. who's in? Mm-hmm. But God really wanted to press hard on my heart. I mean... He gave me the idea for our 501c3 that we've started mm-hmm. back in 2009. Barbara's been on the board since inception. Matthew Warren, mm-hmm. Candace Cameron Bure, uh, Cheryl Hendry, Shanda Weaver. This board's been together since inception right. with one mission, to go be generous to the least of these. To mm-hmm. f- if we could skip something here in America, a latte, a lunch, something mm-hmm. extra, right a pack of gum, a bottled right. water, and donated it, skip one, we will take 100%, like no one's on yep. salary here, 100% of all public donations to bring food and clean water to children and families right. in need here in America and around the world. And it's been awesome. But what I didn't realize was going to happen when I got back in 03 is as these children were thriving in their country, my kids were growing up in America. And here it comes, my daughter's graduation from high school in 2017. And she goes, Mom, do you think there's any way Omega could come to my graduation? <laughs> Remember this? Remember yeah. this? I'm like, oh, my gosh. I go, how are we going to get her a visa? Like, I don't even know. But see, here's the thing. Not only did God bring Omega to America, which was such a miracle, mm. but Omega was the first girl to graduate high school from her mm-hmm. village. Alonis mm-hmm. graduated too. Mm-hmm. He did. Mm-hmm. And then Omega went on and in college. 2020 yep. graduated college yep. at Uganda Christian University. Yep. And then I get the call. I get this call from her. Mom, I got my first white collar job. <laughs> I go, white collar job. Okay. So this is 2020. I'm like, well, oh, what are we talking about? A white collar job. She goes, you know, mom, air conditioning. (laughs) Her job had air conditioning. I'm like, okay, that's hilarious. So she was a bursar at this, mm -hmm. at this, it was called Castle Children's School. Mm-hmm. in Uganda, Uganda. Mm-hmm. and she got the job as the bursar, so she would sign people up and they'd pay their fees, school fees there, and she was loving it, mm-hmm. loving it. Mm-hmm. And I talked to her a lot on the WhatsApp because mm-hmm. it's free for them. Sure. It's also, you you can't hack it. Like, it, it's very private. It's okay. interesting. So she sends me a WhatsApp, and because obviously we're on a different time zone, I get a ding, and... I read it, and it's like one in the morning here. Right, right, right. And this is what the WhatsApp said. I'm actually going to put this up on my, on our in, Splash Instagram because I want you guys to read this too because 
my response to this wasn't the best. I'm just going <laughs> to own it right now. But this is what it said. Mom, I received my salary last week, but I had... Now, mind you, this is a single mom. She had just had a little baby, my baby Luke, my grandson, and she got her job. She got done with college. She did the next right thing, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I get this WhatsApp. Mom, I received my salary last week, but I had made a covenant with God that if ever I got a job, I would give my first salary as my first fruit to him. Mm-hmm. which I did on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's sweet, Betty. You go, yeah. mm, wow. Yeah. I went, no! <laughs> no, you're a single mom. You have no money. You're living on less than $2 a day. Mm-hmm. God only asked for 10%, Omega. Wakes Bryce up, my husband. <laughs> Honey, what are you yelling at? The WhatsApp. Do you want to know what Omega did? What did she do? She got her first salary. She gave the whole salary. Not 10%, the whole check to the church. <laughs> he goes, honey, that is beautiful. Yeah, right. She's a brand new baby. Isn't that beautiful? She can't afford her life. What is she doing? She's out of her mind. And he goes, honey, please don't. Please don't respond that way. <laughs> Delete. Like I'm going, what are you doing, Omega? No, um, I didn't type that out, so that's good. My husband goes, honey, hmm. go wire her $1,000. Yeah. I go, $1,000? I don't even get a $1,000 allowance. What are you doing? He's like, isn't this what God does? Mm. When we, see, here's the thing about Omega. Omega knew a verse in the Bible that I had never read. Mm. It's called Malachi 3.10. It says, bring the whole tithe. Wow. Bring the whole tithe into my storehouse, mm. says it's the Lord. And, and see if I don't open up the floodgates of heaven and pour blessings on your life that you can't contain. Wow. Bring your whole tithe into the storehouse and see, God says, and see if mm-hmm. I don't open up the floodgates of heaven and pour blessings on your life that you can't contain. So here's a little girl who maybe got, I'm thinking 50 US dollars was her paycheck, to be mm-hmm. honest, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I think she was making... Um, a hundred a month there because mm. now her new job, because she's gone up, she lives in Rwanda now. But she she trusted God so much that the Lord puts it on my husband's heart right? because our money's God's money. Also, by the way, I don't own that money, puts it on, on my husband's heart to send a thousand US dollars to her account. Mm-hmm. And I think of verses, and we know these, buddy, like Proverbs 28, 27, that says, whoever, that's you and me, whoever gives to the poor will lack nothing, Mm -hmm. but those who close their eyes to poverty will be cursed. Or Proverbs 21, 13, those who shut their ears to the cries of the poor will be ignored in their own time of need. Mm -hmm. Don't think that you're going to not need something Splash family. Don't think that there won't be a time in your life when you need something. And I I remember when I read these verses, I felt like God pierced my heart and convicted me Mm -hmm. that there were times I've asked God for things. And I go, well, God, what about this? And could you help with this? And -and so-and-so has this wrong with them. And I have a health issue. And I'm trying financially. And we want to... And I look at this verse and I go, well, Shalene, what have you done for the poor lately? It says, whoever shuts their ears to the cries of the poor will be ignored mm-hmm. in their own time of need. Mm-hmm. And so I hope this encourages you today. Mm-hmm. I hope this makes you like reset a little bit right. about 
what are you what are you seeking? What are you chasing? What are you trying to accumulate? Because you cannot outgive God. I have never actually met a generous person that was broke. Mm. I, I haven't. Right. He is no fool. I love this uh, quote. I think the guy's name's Elliot. It says, he is no fool who gives what he cannot keep to gain what, what he cannot lose. lose. Yeah. Right. And so it's very important that we don't take our eye off the least of these mm-hmm. because that's actually true religion. Hanging out at church, of course, may we not forsake the gathering of believers. Come together, let's worship. But if you're just listening to the word of God and doing nothing with it, stop. Please, just stop. And I feel like a lot of people go, well, when I get rich, I'm going to be super generous. When I get that dream job or when I pay off all my stuff, then I'm going to, no, no, we all can skip something extra today. And keep kids alive, fed, in school, and learning about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so, Barbara, my desire is that you will become Malachi 310 family with us, that we're going to bring our whole tithe. And God's tithe in the Bible says 10%. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we don't even do that. Right. We're like, uh, yeah. is that after taxes? Is it before taxes? Mm-hmm. I don't know. How much of the blessing do you want? Right. And I'm not saying that God's a genie, but... I'm telling you, when I doubled down on this and understood, I have never made more money in my life than I do now. It's crazy. And I know I'm not doing anything different. I'm just being ridiculously generous. And it's so fun. Like you can't (laughs) outgive God. Like I can't can't do it fast enough. Because if I'm just a manager of his money, if he's letting us steward whatever's in your bank account, your 401k, your IRA, your all the things you set up doesn't belong to you. I, I know that's hard to hear some people because you've worked hard. If God lets you breathe, you're working hard today, right? right? So it all belongs to him. So once I really realized that, that I want to actually have a first national bank in heaven, I'm just making deposits for my real estate in heaven. Yes, we need to live here. And yes, we live in America. So we have nicer things in other parts of the world. I just wanted to remind us that he is no fool who gives what he cannot keep Mm. to gain what he cannot lose. And I hope you will join us at skipone.org and skip something. And let's make this September extra, extra special. Maybe some of you could skip every single day of the month, every day. Skip for on behalf of someone. Skip supersizing that order. Wash your car this month. Wash your neighbor's car. You know, skip around a golf. Paint your own nails. You know, skip that bottle of water and just get it from the tap. You'll live. But just let's skip something extra and celebrate Skip One's birthday with us and skip Timber. Everyone listening probably has a charity or church or your kids are involved in something, boys and girls clubs or or soccer or football or dance or lacrosse, like my daughter, that you want to give to. Please don't stop doing that. Right. Give to where you want to give and the church that you attend. I'm asking you if you could join us in skipping something extra. Can you do something extra like Omega did? And watch how God, like it says in Malachi 3.10, opened the floodgates of heaven and pour blessings on your life that you can't contain. We love you. We want to be generous with you. Please let us know how you're doing. And until next time, splash a little generosity on the people around you. Uh, We love you, Splash family. Thanks for joining us today. Come splash with us at shaleenbryan.com.